welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Well, thank you, Paul Manwaring, for sending that message through. I can uh, I can tell from some of the comments there that it, it's been uh, well appreciated and it made something different for this day. Uh, it's sometimes difficult, isn't it, Father's Day? What do you do? Because like Paul said, you are so aware that there are people out there that have had fathers that were not good fathers and there are those who are desperately missing their fathers both children and adult but I think if we were to just block out uh, what this day is we, we would lose something important because fathers are important not just the head of house not just the head of family fathers but fathers and the fact that we can be really as Paul touched upon fathers in the church uh, but uh, thanks for staying and listening. And as you can see, Kate's come to join me here in my study. Uh, I don't know whether to call it a study or a studio these days. It's uh, <laughs> you, You've seen the picture of all the equipment around. It doesn't look like my study used to look, that's for sure. Um, but it's great to have you here, Kate. Thank you. Uh, and we were we watched the video together actually before today, and we, we sort of talked a little bit about it, thinking... Uh, that we were going to come here uh, and do feel free to add some uh, comments uh, up here Donna you say hi Kate so hi Donna <laughs> um, Kate what do you think uh, what for you were some of the key things that Paul was uh, drawing out as he was speaking this morning yeah I think it was it was really an inspirational message it's like I agree with you that I I was really pleased he actually acknowledged that this is not an easy day for a lot of people, um, it, even a, a day for dads to be, you know, knowing what's, you know, with all the excitement of maybe what's coming in the next few months for them, you know, there's that responsibility too. And yeah, and that awareness of that the, the, some people are, are, are missing their father or they didn't have a relationship with a father that was a good one um, makes this day a difficult day. But I think positively just that um, that privilege of having that we reveal the Father to yeah, the world. Yeah, that, and, that really came to me in that. And that actually we need to hunger after that privilege and we need to, we need to you know, grab hold of that privilege and, um, you know, recognise that that is a privilege that we have to reveal the Father to the world because we live in a world that desperately needs a Father. You know, we live in a world that, that has a complete orphan spirit who don't know who they are. They don't know their identity. They, they're, they're trying to fill their lives yeah, with all sorts of different things, material things, um, running after love, you know, romantic love, etc., etc. because actually they've got a father-shaped hole in their life of need that needs to be filled. Uh, and and, and our, our father can, can fill that need in their lives, but, but they don't know him because... Uh, if they don't see him and like Jesus said you know I do what the father does we need to be those sons we need to be those daughters who who reveal that father heart of God mm. Mm. just just the stuff that Paul was talking about you know just the encouragement just the unconditional love um, just the grace for the journey what a great line grace for the journey just just to help somebody on in their journey the way they need that particular help not treating everybody the same like he said but actually um just being for that person what that person needs is in that season you know it's just so so powerful yeah absolutely there's some really good points 
Uh, Janelle, thanks for your comment. I appreciate the point to be for others what we didn't have. Yeah. That is so important. That's deep. <laughs> uh, I, 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 what I really like, it's like that. Okay, I, you know, you might be somebody that didn't have a, a, a good father at all or a father that even abused you. But through Christ and the way he sets us free, you can still, and this is amazing, this is the work of grace, you can still reveal the Father's heart. Isn't that awesome? Uh, and that's what Janelle says. We can reflect the Father despite what kind of earthly father uh, we had. Yes. And, and you and Tim, you're now in a brand new blended family. But how common is that now in the world where different families with children from uh, different situations have come together? And how amazing is it that as the church, we can be an example of how blended families can work because it's called grace. After all, the church itself is a blended family. Sure. You know, we are all adopted by our heavenly father. So uh, we have been adopted into this new family and we can, by the way, we relate to that father as well. We can demonstrate that the father's heart. Uh, I don't know. Have a quick look here. Uh, Shona says, good word, Kate. Famous privilege to give others grace for the journey. Brian says, let's cultivate the Father's love in so that others will see. Yeah, I, I, another th the, the one thing that spoke to me, because I, I perhaps it's because I am a dad or I'm a man, so I, I might tend to think in this way. He said, some of the lies of that you can't be a father, and that, this applies to all of us, whether we're our children or, or grown-up men and women, actually, uh, and it's this idea is I can't father because I'm not better than you. Uh, and he gives the example of his son, who's an amazing musician, uh, uh, but he's still his father. And you can see how easily this lie comes in. You think, yeah. oh, I, I can't possibly father this person because they're better at this or they're better at that. And particularly for those of you, you know, if you're a leader in your household or you're winning others to... Uh, Jesus, in a sense, you're going to have a father's heart to those people, and it can be intimidating because they will have things they're better at than you. It's inevitable. It always happens. You know, I could get it as a senior leader of Kingdom Faith. There are people in this church that are better at things than I am. I'd be some kind of weird person if I was yeah. thought I was better at absolutely everything. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what, what other comments have we got coming through all that? What a privilege to be able to reflect our Heavenly Father to others, says Jossie. Yes. Amen. I, th I think it's the other way around, too. You, you, you're saying that it, there's a, as, a, as a father, it can seem like, is it, it, can I father that person because they're better than me? But I think it, it happens the other way around where people... People look around and they say, I haven't got a father. I haven't got a father in the faith. I haven't got a father who spiritually speaks into my life and, and is that person that I, I look to. And, mm -hmm. and, and I realised um, over years that actually what I needed to do was actually stop uh, and find those fathers that God has put around my life, but maybe I didn't actually recognise them as fathers. And I didn't realise that, that they were speaking with a father's heart. I just thought... No, that's good. That was so-and-so yeah. saying something nice to me because so-and-so says something nice about everybody. But it, And, you know, and I didn't give what they were saying to me, the gravitas that I needed to give it to fill that need in my life uh, of the father-shaped whole. Um, and I've got fathers in my life who, who, who 
who are the same generation as me. They're not then they're not a generation above. I've got fathers who who speak into my life that are female. So I don't think it's a gender thing. I don't think it's a generational thing. I think there's just wise men and women of God that, that God puts around you. But you need to actually recognise that they're speaking to you with the Father's heart. They're speaking to you with encouragement. They're speaking to you to pull that gold from within you. They're, they're trying to fill your identity to make to make you know that you are that son or daughter, uh, you know, that's important. Because, you know, personally for me... Um, I didn't have a great relationship with my natural father. Um, no. Our relationship was very disjointed. It was it was a relationship of of, of fear and, and and definitely keep away and, and not connection. And so I had no I no idea growing up uh, what the identity of a daughter should be or really how precious a daughter was. So I needed to learn that from other people, and I know I can learn it from God, and I know God's thoughts about me are, are are amazing you know and as numerous as the gra grains on the sand but but actually emotionally I needed men and women around me to speak uh, positively and encouragingly uh, into my life to to give me that foundation of unconditional love and acceptance that's really really good um, Tim Hodges you are the man of the hour for the power uh, with the with the with the with the dodgy slogan? No, not dodgy. I mean, kind of made up slogan. Uh, sorry, not dodgy. <laughs> uh, not rejected, rather redirected. That's good. Great when you too. were speaking, one thing that really hit me, and I think this is to all of us, because um, and that is this importance of uh, allowing ourselves to be sons, daughters of the father, because you said. Uh, about people speaking into your life and you thinking, oh, that's just because they're a nice person. Yeah. And, and and you end up losing um, some of the of, of the gravitas, yeah. you put it, yeah. of, of what they're saying to you. So actually, we've also got to decide and choose to be sons, choose to be daughters. And when people uh, who, who speak into our lives, it's learning to accept that when they say something nice, they mean it. You know, it's so easy. Oh, so we're so good at dismissing anything that that's said that's encouraging. Oh, you're just saying that to make you feel better. No, they're saying that to make you feel better. <laughs> they're, they're saying something kind. They're saying something wise to help you. Uh, let's have a look at still some comments. Donna said, "Yes, Kate, space, uh, sp space on, spot on." Jossie says, "I've had a great relationship with my dad, but as Kate said, there have been other fathers in my life throughout my walk." That's speaking to my life, and I'm so grateful for them. Yes, and but Jossie, one thing I I know um, when I'm sort of with you is that you are really, really um, welcome to. You really want to accept those words that are spoken into your lives. You, you're you're really ready to um, get the most from them. It's like uh, when I'm with you, you you like draw them out of me because I know. It, it, they're so well received it's like it's like you're like a sponge uh, of encouragement i think that's because jossie's a good son mm. and jossie knows who he is as a son uh but i do think there's a lot of people out there that that don't know their identity as a son they, they don't know their identity as a daughter and and they have that orphan spirit that that that, that does come across like i'm a disappointment to people i'm unworthy and all that and 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 you've almost got to break some of that down before people hear what you're saying. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's good. I mean, and some of that is their responsibility as well. But it's just that their history and their their, their experience in the past has meant that, that you know, and, and I know my experience of my past made me view the world in a very different way. And you, you have a lens on that, that that's the wrong lens. And, and there is that that need to actually... The, the verse that you spoke about a couple of weeks ago from Jeremiah 6 about stop and look at the crossroads, look, look, look at the way you want to walk. And I think at this time when we're in this strange lockdown period, it, it, it's like a Selah moment, you know, like in, in Psalms where you it would say Selah and it means stop, mm-hmm. ponder, think, look, yeah. look back at what has just happened uh, and where are you going and and in this sailor moment that we're in at the moment and in this stop, look at the crossroads and think, do we want to go back to how we were or are we going to actually change our lives? And some of that can be changing how we view ourselves uh, and how we actually see ourselves as, son, as sons and, and, and as daughters and that we are important and, and that we are cherished and, and we, we aren't just looking through, through that negative lens of, of an orphan spirit. And uh, Juliet says, great words, Kate. You are so wise and speak with so much love. Well, you see, Juliet's just lovely. She says lovely things to her. Oh, no, I accept that, Juliet. Thank you. <laughs> You've got to live in just what you were just saying. Yeah. And so actually, Juliet, you are being a father heart towards Kate. In oh, that, yeah, You're much younger than Kate. Mm. But this is what we're trying to say. The father's heart is one that what champions others. Uh, Alex was saying there's been a lot of comments coming in while we while, while we while we've been talking. So apologies if we don't mention yours. Uh, I like the fathering those who do things we can't. It reminded me of being someone uh, me of someone saying that a key thing to being a father is being willing to see others surpass Amen. you in, in your achievements yeah, and positions. Completely. Oh, absolutely, completely. yeah, true father's heart wants to see sons do better uh, and worldly leadership worldly ceos often don't want that they they don't want too many people uh, and people of talent can be squashed uh, if the if that leader feels threatened i mean obviously good ceos don't do that and in in big companies that's not going to happen so much just by the virtue of the fact that they're successful but you can often see uh, sometimes it's not actually the big leaders it uh, the top leaders it's like <coughs> the middle management and you get Middle management leaders who well, people can be jealous, f- jealous, frightened, they and insecure job. in themselves. Yeah, and it happens in the church. I think that's what a father. A father is not insecure in his position. In his position, or her, you know, a father's a father. You know, you, it, it's happened. Um, and if you're not insecure in that position, that's when you can champion and you can cheer on and you can encourage and and yeah. Good fathers always want to see their sons and daughters go much further than they are. Mm, mm. Absolutely. I mean, you've got me and you, Brian and Shona, uh, Adrian and Dan. We've been around a while. We've been in leadership in a, in a, in a while. We've, we've stepped back from leadership. We, we, we've done all these different things. But still within us is this father's heart uh, to see others go further. Um, and during this time, we... I've got uh, what I've called the Corona Leadership Team, which has really helped me amazingly because of looking at such a different situation and how we best can be church in this. But it's also part of the Father's heart of those who've been leaders in our church, our leaders in our church, to see others raised up and being able to uh, have the opportunity to take on the responsibility of making key decisions. Shona said something amazing this week when I was having coffee with her. Um, and she said, um, 
The church doesn't need any more leaders. The church needs mothers and fathers. Mm. Yeah, let that one sink in. Say it again. The church doesn't need any more leaders. The church needs mothers and fathers. Wow, that's good. Uh, and that's something to ponder. Yeah, this is light to north. It must be John because he uses it while we're talking. My dad taught me fatherhood with humility. I remember one time he brought a Bible to me and said that if his advice ever disagreed with the book, take the book. That's awesome. Yeah, you're one of the blessed people, John, that's had a, a, a godly father. Uh, Robin is sounds like he's coming from the other position, and this is key as well. Yeah. As a Christian, I learned to forgive my natural father. Forgiveness is Absolutely, so powerful. Robin. It is. And we mustn't make the mistake that the fathers deserve the forgiveness because we've all been forgiven in God's mercy and God's grace. And quite often we're forgiving fathers who do not deserve forgiveness. But it actually enables us to live free yeah, and to, and to be able to live with what was done and live beyond what happened and the experiences that you had. Uh, and who knows, you know, this the poor parenting and if somebody makes a stand and says, no, I don't have to live in what I inherited. I can live in what God gives me. It, the 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 bad parenting, if you like, can go from generation to generation to generation to generation. Yeah, so, that's why what Paul said uh, in his talk was so good that we can be for others what we didn't have ourselves, and and you know we need to go for that maturity that we could be to others what we haven't had ourselves. Yes, Amen. Uh, Adrian and Denise saying, Lord, let us be fathers with your heart and let us boldly and gracefully receive from all men and women, youth and children, who give your heart and love through Amen. them. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mentioned children deliberately earlier. A child can operate in the heart of a father. A child who's championing other children, who wants best for other children, is, is, is tapping into our father's heart because we receive from him. So it doesn't actually matter how old you are. Uh, let me just scroll through some of these comments here. What's Donna saying here? This is really good. I appreciate the fathers God has put into my life. Good to acknowledge that our own fathers are not perfect. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And no one is. Yeah, no one is. And if you find fathers in the church and fathers that encourage you, I don't, I don't almost don't like to say this, they will let you down. They're human beings. They won't be perfection. So that's why we, we, we can be encouraged and built up and motivated by the fathers, but we can't take our identity from our earthly fathers because if we do that, we're going to go astray when they, when they go down. Um, yes, it's a huge joy to see sons and daughters raised up, amen. says Shona. Amen, 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 says Donna and Karina and Robin uh, and Kirsty, you uh, agree with what we were just said. Yes, there is freedom in forgiveness. Break the generational curses in Jesus' precious name. And Amanda's saying, great words, Kate. I always listen to my church friends. Yeah, it's good to get advice from our friends. But it's also good, and I'm sure you do this, Amanda, but for any anybody else listening, is we're also talking about this, this place that you give to... People God has put into your life to be father figures to you, father people, not to replace the heavenly father. Don't get mixed up with all that. Or oh, I mustn't call anybody father. This is about people who speak the father's heart to you. And actually, that's another level beyond friend. We need friends, but we also need fathers. Yeah. Yeah. A friend you walk, walk. Yeah, I, I don't know. St. Like Paul said, you have many teachers, but you only have one. 
you know, you only have one father. Yeah. And 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 there are fathers of the faith that 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 you listen to or we've listened to over the years that have been really important to our lives. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Pastor Colin Urquhart is the main father of our life um, and has been since, um, you know, the 1980s. Well, we, we, we were on a Kingdom Faith camp the week after we got married. We went on honeymoon, a little hotel in Norfolk. Yeah, for two nights. Two nights, because it was all the money we had. We, we didn't have much money. In our very dilapidated Mark II Ford Escort that had been highly polished. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, after that, we came back and loaded up all our camping stuff in this very small car. Mind you, it was okay because we had a very small tent. Um, don't forget, Tom was with us as well. <laughs> so the three of us in this very small tent uh, went to faith camp. And I hated it. It was your it. first time, wasn't it? Yeah. She did. She, she hated it lots. But, you know, that was fine because the year before, 1987, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go back. But, yeah, for, you know, there are people that you need to give that gravitas to. Yes, and saying. Colin Urquhart for me was one of those because sometimes I just, uh, and that was the problem in 1987 and I probably wasn't, I didn't get over that for years. He would so often speak to me, even without knowing he was speaking to me because the father's heart would come through him, that it would bring every element of rebellion that was still within me out you know uh, sometimes the way we recognize the fathers that speak into our life are they the ones that annoy us when they say wise things because it, it hits home okay i think uh we probably need to wind up for this morning uh it's uh thank you so much for for listening today it's been great to have kate with me today we didn't have a skype call we're actually in the same room look we can touch and everything we are the same household Yay. <laughs> um, uh, if you, uh, kind of this format we've been doing at the end, uh, let me just remind everybody that we do something similar every single Tuesday uh, at four o'clock. We do the live Q&A. I usually bring in some other uh, guys uh, working around me at this moment in time. And we, we're all on screen there to have a question and answer session. And the idea is to pick up on things that are going on in our lives, which could come out of the Sunday messages. It could come out of uh, the the series. So we've just finished what lockdown. So maybe you want to ask questions, but it's not just about you asking us questions. But our, our hope really is it to be like a, a sit around and having a chat time where we can bounce off things. We even had jokes uh, on this uh, last one. Uh, just because when you you can when you're together, you're feeling really awkward at sitting yeah, next to me yeah, at the I moment. Aren't you? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it is funny because she can see herself sitting next to me, and that's you know. Uh, but it's just to give that kind of banter, you know, of a conversation can, when you're when you're with people uh, over a cup of coffee, can uh, go from the silliness to the the dad jokes. Uh, to the, the in-depth in a, in, a, in a moment. And so we do that at four o'clock on every Tuesday right here on this Light to North channel. So well, It's basically a house church, an oh, internet yeah, house church. That. I thought that was really good. <laughs> an internet house church, yeah. <laughs> Sitting around talking about God. So any subject can come up, but it's also good to, to base it in, in what's been doing. There's some good comments coming up. We're supposed to be finishing. 
Uh, Juliet says, children certainly show the father's heart. When listening to God in J247, they shared things with leaders which cut right through the lies we yeah. believed about ourselves and brought God's love in shoes. We'd both say amen to that from yeah, all our absolutely. years of working yeah, with children. <laughs> uh, and Sally says, uh, and Pastor Colin, we are so blessed to sit under his anointing. Amen. We are, we are. Sally uh, is down in Horsham, of course. Uh, and oh, there's just a few others saying thank you and stuff. Shona emphasizing, yes, the QA is great. It's family together. That's good. Uh, and on the same line, we've got Hub Online, of course, coming up on Zoom uh, about five minutes after this broadcast ends. John will be putting the details here in the comments on YouTube. Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page, which uh, is uh, Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. You can just look for it on there. You don't have to be a, a member. And when you click on the link, it will take you through to the hub online. So feel free to come and join. What we do is there's usually too many to talk all at once. You know what Zoom's like. Uh, and so we do what's called breakout rooms. And we have sort of smaller groups of people and they last um, eight minutes. We let Zoom randomly determine where everybody goes. So we probably end up talking to more people than we ever used to when we were at the summit. But uh that's Zoom. That's um, not. That's not Zoom. It is Zoom, but it's it's Hub Online. So it'd be great to have you join us for that. But that really is it. I think I can't think of anything else this week. Um, don't forget to uh, keep tuning in to everything that's going on. Uh, there's the WhatsApp broadcast group that you can email us if you are part of the local church here and want to be part of that. It's just for communicating about what's going on locally. Uh, but it's been great to have you all joining. Thank you. It's been great to see so many comments. Uh, don't forget to like. Ten of you have already liked this video. Uh, We'd like some more. Um, do you know, just to finish, I have designed a pencil. It's got a rubber on both ends. It's pointless. <laughs> so is that joke? <laughs> what about this one? No, I really no, like it. No one more. more, one more, one more. Yeah, it's got to have this one. Do you know? that the guy who invented the knock-knock joke has won the Nobel Prize. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.